This is First, Last, Best, Worst. The only podcast recorded on a Tascam 4-track cassette tape. We explore the craft of songwriting with our guests as they perform the first, last, best, and worst songs they've ever written. I'm your host, Carl Banks. I'm Taylor Rogers. And I'm Paul Blackwell. Thanks for tuning in and enjoy the show. All right, thanks a lot for joining us, guys. Uh, We are coming to you live from Studio G in... Greenpoint, uh, we have our friends from North Carolina, Zach Mexico, in the studio with us today. And uh, Carl, you saw uh, Zach Mexico last night, actually. Yeah, it was a killer show. You guys played at Rockwood uh, Music Hall at midnight, which was rad. And I was feeling so high after the show, I stopped to get a drink in my neighborhood afterwards, you know. And I go to the bar, and the bartender's a musician, so I was like, man, I just saw this killer band. Let's listen to him. So he puts it on Spotify. And there's this fucking drunk dude at the bar, and he's like, this is Pink Floyd. <laughs> and I was like, uh, no, it's not Pink Floyd, actually. It's uh, Zach Mexico. I just saw this band, and we're going to interview him tomorrow on our podcast. And he just was not having it. He's like, no, man, I know that this is Pink Floyd. And then eventually he's like, you know what? I don't even know that much about Pink Floyd. <laughs> so anyway, uh we went from interviewing mostly singer-songwriters with, well, you know, one acoustic guitar to now we have three regular guitars, one bass, two drums. Uh, we really filled out the room here. Yeah. Pretty excited about it. Uh, well, would you guys like to uh, play your first song? Yep, first song we ever made. Here we go. This place is calm, we ride alone 
That was awesome, guys. I really yeah. appreciate it. Yeah. Yeah, thank you. Um, so you guys are a six-piece. Uh, do you want to introduce the members of uh, Zach Mexico? Yes, I would love to. I'll start with the drums. Actually, I'll start in chronological order. How's that? Perfect. We have Mr. Joseph LaFontaine on the drums. We have Mr. James Brumbelow on the spooky guitar. Then we have Mr. Matthew Wentz on lead guitar. Then we have Mr. Stephen Brown on the bass. And then we have Mr. Joshua Martier on the second drum kit. And I am John Satterley. Cool. Uh, I would like to point out that that is entirely too many people for one band. Uh, but you guys, you guys, uh, you guys make it work. Um, so you guys have uh, three guitars and two drummers, which is kind of an unusual setup. We're a sound man's nightmare. Yeah. <laughs> What's the name of that song? That have... was called Weird Reef. Weird Reef. And it, was it really the first song that you guys put together? It was really the first song we put together. Because it's... Uh, as Zach Mexico. As Zach Mexico. It's great. It, that like, haunting, um, heavy reverb on the guitar. Um, can you walk us through um, what it's like, where a song like that starts? Does it start with the guitar riff? Well, the story of that song is a bit different than most of our songs, the formula we might use. And I think Joey on the drums could maybe explain that better than I could. That uh, intro riff that he starts with, it was, uh, we were having a big hurricane and we had all the gear in the living room and Jamie like hit the, those two chords and I was like, wait, run those back. <laughs> and it has a little drum beat. And we had this different bass player who uh, was super unorthodox. And like when the bass changes for the vocal part, it's just the weirdest change that you would never, I just remember him just guessing, I'm just going to go for this note now. <laughs> and it somehow works it with that vocal it melody. It stuck real nice. And then, uh. It's really changed, like... Joey wrote the vocal, the lyrics. Right, we had he that. He hasn't wrote lyrics since, so... <laughs> <laughs> Which, they're great. We had those... Sil he had, like, the syllables. He's like, I need something uh -huh. to say. I'm just scribbling on the whiteboard. But it's changed so much, like, now that it's a six-piece. It was written as, like, a four-piece. Yeah. Uh -huh. So, yeah, it, it seems like, uh, you know, when you guys have a setup 
like you do, it, it seems like I would imagine you guys have to figure out ways just to not step on each other's toes, yeah. um, you know, with just so much noise being produced. Um, yeah, we use like a veto process. It's like you can do anything you want, but then maybe you might get voted out. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like, oh, that doesn't work. Yeah. <laughs> That's pretty cool. And so th there was like a hurricane raging outside as this song was conceived. Right. Yeah. That's pretty We rad. were just trapped inside. <laughs> also, have you guys seen In the Summer 2? Weird Reef was like the super foamy spot that they mm -hmm. go to. Is that like South Africa? South Africa, yeah. yeah. We used to call that song Surf Divas. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even remember that. That was yeah, right in the very beginning. And so you guys, you guys are, uh, are you guys all from the Outer Banks of North Carolina? We all, we're all yeah. from uh, Kildover Hills, Kitty Hawk, cool. Outer Banks, North Carolina. So yeah, I mean, I guess the the proximity, you know, you guys are uh, beach town folk. So we're I guess beach folk, beach <laughs> folk. Uh, so you, I mean, I guess that you, can, you know must influence the uh, the the music. You know? We were actually very surprised when people started saying we were surf rock because yeah. we it wasn't our angle. Yeah. I think I like I'm hearing it because of the heavy reverb on the guitar, you know, that's just got yeah, that, that like haunting kind right. of sound. Yeah, that to that. me that to me is like kind of a, a surf, surf. I always music thought of our fire. group as like the musicians that no one wanted to play with. <laughs> and so we didn't really have like a style or angle. It just uh -huh. kinda just happened. Just veto. Yeah, the just veto do whatever process. you want. Yeah. <laughs> so how how many years have you guys been playing together? Was this a six or seven? Yeah. Cool. So it starts as, as a this as yeah, this as group this. now. What has it been? Three, four. Yeah. How long have you been playing, Josh? With yeah. How long have you been with us, Josh? Because Josh, actually, the story of Josh joining the band is like my favorite thing ever. All right, let's hear it. <laughs> he just started coming to the shows with his drums. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't ask. He didn't. He didn't say what. He's just like, I feel like playing tonight. He just set up. <laughs> be like, dude, there's some hits and some changes. And he's like, nah. Like, yeah. I'm in there. That's so awesome because I'm thinking like, oh, this is like a concerted effort. Like we're gonna have two drummers. No, no. no. <laughs> Josh, Josh just opened just the door and said, a, "I'm playing." Just picked up a barnacle. And we were like, cool, like because cool. it was just the vibe. Like, because we were inspired by his old group called the Hound Dogs Family Band, and it was very much like, whoever wants to come up and play, let's mm -hmm. do this. You know. So we were like inspired by that way. Right. So him joining us was like, oh great, like we get to be a part of this. Yeah. That's cool. And then what's the process like? Do you guys have a practice space? You're meeting every week to go through stuff or oh, something no, like no. that? We used to be very uh, practice oriented. Uh -huh. Practice, practice, practice. But uh, now it's like we are hitting more of the business side of things, like, you know, working more with planning tours and mm -hmm. working on records and, you know, just trying to keep it going. You know? Right. Yeah. But yeah, we, I mean, we practice. We have a practice space. We get together. Try to do once a week, maybe once every two weeks. Yeah, cool. And you guys were, you guys. This is the end of the uh, a little tour that you guys were on. Yeah, this is uh, the end of our. I can't wait to go home. It's gonna be great. Cool. Um, well, that brings us up to today. Uh, do you guys want to play your uh, your latest song? Our latest song, sure, no problem.
Goddamn. Yeah, that was fantastic. I'm I'm alternating between two thoughts when I'm listening to you guys play. It's like oddly familiar music and then also so uniquely um, your own sound. Can we talk a little bit about maybe your influences or maybe who you're listening to when you guys are out on the road? Is it Pink Floyd? Is it <laughs> um, no. We, I love Pink Floyd. We all yeah. do like that band. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Pink Floyd is like, let's get high on mushrooms in high school. Right. Watch The Wizard of Oz. That's where I came from. <laughs> but is there, um, you toured a lot with uh, Future Islands? Yeah. Is that somebody you would mark as an influence? Oh, or? yes. Yeah? Major, major. I mean, it's kind of strange, like, I don't know if any of our influences directly come through in our songs. Mm -hmm. You know, like, like you're not I've been listening to a ton of electronic music, like John Mouse, Jacuzzi, um, Future Islands. Mm -hmm. You know, and I think all of us have these little pockets of genres that we love, and I don't think any of them really directly stick out or shine. I feel like that's that's a common thing that a, a lot of artists like don't actually really listen to the music music in the genre that they create right. anymore. I find yeah. it really strange. Yeah. Mm -hmm. To just, just be we stuck don't, in. We don't, like, have an, we don't have like a style or idea that we go for. We just make some songs and try to just make them sound good. Right. Yeah. You know? Well, you're talking about electronic music, and structurally your songs are kind of similar to um, the way um, electronic music is made, and I'm going out on a limb because I don't make electronic music, but uh, with... Um, it's very groove-oriented. Groove-oriented with crescendos and, and specific little parts that repeat themselves over mm -hmm. and over. And repetition is a, something we take hold, like we ride repetition hard. Like. Yeah. Yeah, you, you, there's not a lot of um, uh, hard, hard changes. I feel like that might be one there. of the inspirations we could call, is like we, I, we really, or me personally, I was really like repetition is like one of the, my favorite things about music because you could just... Getting this back and forth and back and kind of lose yourself. You uh huh. Know? Yeah. Um. I, I forget who said it, but uh, uh, repetition is a form of change. Um. That's Whoa. a pretty good. Uh, <laughs> 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 Whoa. You can't uh, drop shit like that. <laughs> Whoa. Dude. Also, um, uh, in terms of influences, like watching Josh's dad play drums so much, that's a huge influence. You yeah. Know, like just. Stuff near you, maybe uh -huh. like Joe for you, like the guy who taught you, you know. Um, yeah, yeah, a lot of musicians that we looked up to, uh -huh. getting into playing. Yeah, yeah. I mean, a lot of times it's just the people that are closest to you in your scene that are going to be the biggest right. influence. Yeah. Um, Do you feel like you you have that uh, in North Carolina? Do you feel a part of a scene? Um, in a strange way, yeah. I wouldn't think it was how most people would consider a scene. Mm -hmm. But, you know, there's a lot of working musicians in our hometown. Yeah. You know, jazz musicians. and Is Americana kind of a big type of music there? No. Maybe I, I, more you to get go these into. three little categories. For me, how I view it, you know, you get these really great jazz guys, which are the guys they're kind of referring to. Uh -huh. And then you get, like, the Jimmy Buffett cover bands, <laughs> which we don't really mess with. And then there right. was some really cool, like, rock and roll with, like, horns and stuff, kind of stuff going on that we also liked. Yeah, and the Outer Banks is uh, that's a that's a tourist beach community oh, tourist where everyone yeah. kind of makes their money in the summer. Oh yeah, and uh, I know that there's a lot of um, uh, you guys probably got a chance to kind of cut your teeth playing playing at like these bars that need yeah, it's really they funny. need entertainment like, for tourists. Our first show ever, so, you know, we started as a garage band just having fun, mm -hmm. and then um, our second drummer Josh Martier, his dad is a working musician. He's like, hey, y'all should play a show. You guys have this great little band, like you could make a little money. And, you know, we're like, oh, no, no one wants to watch us. Like, that's bullshit. So we get our first show through him, and he's, they're like, okay, uh, play for four hours. Yeah. <laughs> and that's, like, what, that's like the normal there. Right, so yeah. So we, yeah. we kind of just got thrown into the hot kitchen and just had to keep up. Right. Yeah, it's that classic, uh, you know, Beatles and Hamburg. I guess, yeah. Story, I never thought of it like you know, that. But. Where it's like, you, you know, you have to fill time, so you have to learn yeah, songs so you and learn to how to play. And you guys, you guys have, uh, I mean, your songs are kind of, they seem like they uh, kind of endurance tests at, at some point. You wait for yeah, this yeah, next yeah. one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I feel uh, really bad for our drummers. Yeah. Um, well, let's get to it. What's your best song? The best song, okay. Um, this song is called Merrick Clanson, which that's a play on words between Marilyn Manson and Eric Clapton. Okay. So it's Merrick Clanson, our best song. Hope you like it.
can you breathe? Calling all of the losers out today. Oh, you should come and take a ride with me.
Holy shit. <laughs> that song was fucking cooking. Yeah, that was ripping. <laughs> the drums are up front, and that's what I want to talk about. But I, I guess I just want to know about your lyrical process. Is um, for you know, it's different with every song. But that song is uh, that was definitely just like a in the moment. Mm -hmm. I didn't even sing the official lyrics. Oh yeah, the, yeah. Like you were improvising. I was improvising. I mean, I did a couple of the real ones, but I also did improvise some others. <laughs> well, well, I, well, I do I'm that a lot. <laughs> See, what happens is like I I'm, I'm playing the song, but I'm thinking about all this other stuff, and then I'm like forget where I'm at and then I'm like oh I gotta make some shit up here we go because <laughs> I had a bit of a issue with my guitar there so I was like totally lost my lyrics so I just had to make some up which is great you know? I mean it makes sense because I mean you, you know no one uh you know people imp improvise on other instruments you know Why yeah. not improvise lyrics yeah actually you know? a lot of the lyrics have been written through improvisation like oh we played it live and then I did something different and improvised and oh that's better we'll keep that so, yeah yeah Makes sense. Uh, but going back to what Carl said, I mean, uh, it does seem like, I mean, the song is, uh, seems mostly based off of, uh, you know, all these, these drum patterns and, and drum riffs. You know, they seem to be the, mo uh, the focal point of this song, which I think is really interesting. Um, uh, you know, there's a lot of different, just a ton of different parts there. Uh, how, do you guys, how do you guys kind of work that out? It was definitely based off boop boop chop boop 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 chop boop boop yeah. chop with the bass line. And then like when Josh started playing, like he will do little things out of just com being so open and I'll try to steal them and like make them parts. <laughs> you know what I mean? uh, so the drum arrangement came real gradually and we actually like re-recorded this song because the drums changed so much. Oh really? Yeah. And so much changed. Uh, what were you thinking about during that, John? <laughs> Oh, my uh, My effects pedal was set on the wrong setting. I'm mm. sure you noticed. So I just totally went to outer space. When I, like, if I, This is one of my downfalls. If something fucks up in a song for me, I just fall like fucking oh. tumbling, uh, <laughs> what do they call them, dominoes. I'm just a domino effect. Like, everything just falls apart. Yeah. I need everything perfect, and then I'm good, you know? Well, I mean, there are like five other dudes, though, so you can't... Oh, yeah, they, uh, could, they can, can carry me. Yeah. They carry me well. <laughs> What is the name of the instrument that you're playing that has the uh, prongs? It's like used in like scary movies and stuff. Uh, Do you know the name of it? Closet, you just <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm I trying to change my um, approach to music in general just for this podcast. So I, found this. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to play keyboards, but I, I we had already set up the drums. Well, we found this yeah. in the uh, closet here, Studio G. You got all the Sesame Street stuff. Water, water phone. Yeah, it's a water phone. phone. A water phone. Oh, yeah. Show me how to use well, it. But yeah. I understand. <laughs> <laughs> well, there, well, there you go. My Paul has the answers to all of my questions. I, I, uh, I was gonna ask this. Or uh, Paul told me that this is a stupid question last night when I thought it, but he said so I was supposed to. Is, so yeah. Yeah. Uh, is there ever a rift between the two? Um, we got two Stratocasters and one telly going, um, and you're standing on different sides of the room. I'm just wondering if there's ever a rift in the band, you know, because you don't have, you know, a trem system on your guitar. Yeah, that do is you, a, that is a terrible question, Carl. <laughs> <laughs> Paul, Paul you guys don't have to answer that. I, I, don't, I don't think I have any op other options. This guitar was gifted to me about 10 years ago. and For real? And then it's just your tight, number man. one? <laughs> this is what I play because it's what I have. Well, I mean, okay. Well, that that answers my question. Yep. Well, so uh, uh, why did you guys select uh, that one as your best song? I think it just goes over the best in at live shows. Cool. So it's the People's Choice. It's the People's Choice Award. Is it yeah. always that tempo? I mean, Nick, you, actually, uh, yeah, it's always that tempo. I yeah. will say, back to the equipment thing, we're using all the Studio G stuff and like. All this stuff is so much nicer, and my drums are so shitty. <laughs> yeah. I was like, we have some I'm playing like a really good kick pedal. I was like, I suck at drums right now because it's <laughs> good. Like, I'm not used to it. So I'm <laughs> not used to how good this is. <laughs> but that's a real, that song is just thrives off a live show. And I don't know. One, it's probably the f really fun one to play for all it's of us. It's probably my, the funnest one. I like, like really fast nice. tempo because it really. Gives you that energy and, and like mm -hmm. yeah, playing live just the rippers are like like playing slow songs is just kind of like uh, yeah yeah slow why? songs are for albums man yeah <laughs> playing <laughs> yes. live is for rippers yeah I agree but uh, I mean setting setting matters but right you know, for us at a show do you, are you working from a set list or do you call do you just kind of call out numbers to play well it depends on 
the length of our sets and uh -huh. stuff. And what, when we're comfortable, when we're at home, when we have a lot of time, let's say we're going to play like a three-hour show, mm -hmm. I, we love just calling them as one by one. Like, how do you feel? What do you want to do next? And, you know, maybe someone will shout one out from the crowd or whatever. Right. But when we're on a tight schedule, then we fit a set list. Mm -hmm. That's and the same. And, and you're trying to have some sort of arc there. We've right actually there. created a medley of our music where we just, like, took – um, parts out of our songs so they'd be shorter so mm -hmm. that we could fit more of our songs into a shorter set. That's what we've kind of done this tour. Oh, that makes Ooh. sense. Because last night you played, what, 45 minutes or exactly. something like that. But we squeezed like six songs in and usually we could play three songs in 45 minutes. You know I mean? <laughs> right. Gotcha. So you have, sh you have shortened versions of these songs that you, right. can, you can whip out. Yep. That's cool. Um, so that, that takes us to the, uh, the last song of the, of the day. The worst uh, song. The worst song, yeah. Well, this song actually has a very interesting way that came about. Right, the song is titled um, Slug, and we were watching some YouTube videos, and you know that band Crazy Town? <laughs> yeah. And they yeah. Have come, come, my baby. Come, come, yeah, my yeah. baby. We were, we were watching this, and I was watching it, and I said, you know what? I want to be the opposite of whatever that is. <laughs> so this song derived from trying to create the opposite of that song the antithesis oh cool mathematically exactly. spiritually lyrically <laughs> complete <laughs> opposite we yeah we tried to do it opposite in every way we could with like a thesaurus or you know whatever the opposite of every word uh -huh. we were like what's the opposite of that <laughs> what are the opposite the chords it's true ask any scientist but then jamie yeah. actually brought up a great point which was what the opposite of butterfly is like black hole you know what i mean but we just you know we tried to keep a theme <laughs> and i don't even know how to play this like i'm gonna have to ask these guys it. like what are the chords josh has never played it, yeah. never played it. <laughs> can we break down some of the lyrics a bit? <laughs> yeah the lyrics so come my baby come come my baby you're my uh -huh. butterfly sugar baby Depart, depart your man. I am your slug, salt, adult. <laughs> and, you know, but it keeps going. They listen, right? Crazy Town's a listener. Yeah, yo, definitely. So this, I hopefully hear this. Yeah. Crazy Town's definitely doing <laughs> yeah, it. Yeah, they're, they're very, very active on our social media <laughs> accounts. They're always posting and liking things. But yeah, it's been a... There should be more beefs in music anyway, so we're coming right. at you. <laughs> <laughs> that guy was pretty jacked, though, wasn't he? I don't know. Oh, I yeah, haven't yeah. seen him since 20 years. Yeah, so. yeah, that was 20 years ago, though. I mean, uh, <laughs> yeah, he's pretty over the hill at this point. Yeah. You can look up current crazy town. He's not looking... Oh, he was on Celebrity Rehab, dark. too, for a while. Yeah. Can we hear this yeah, one? Yeah, I'm excited can to hear this um, Can I ask the guys how to play it? <laughs> sure. Um, is this a stick count? Yeah, and then we... Stick count blast off. Rocket ship. Do the vocals come in right away? I think we do one loop, then they start. Okay. Like two through. Two through? Because, like, let's make it weird and hard. Yeah. If it doesn't fall apart, then we're better than I thought. This is our worst song. It's called Slug. It's the opposite of Crazy Town's Butterfly. Oh, 
Town's going to get some YouTube hits after this because I have to go back and listen to the lyrics now because I lost or I lost I found my lip in your asteroid belt. Yeah, what's, yeah. The, what's the regular I, lyric? I lost your limp in my asteroid. I belt. lost your limp. So I found my I found. I'm, anyway, I'm going to go listen to it after. This. Yeah, it's yeah. a whole like, process. It's like it's it's something found. about a lip tongue ring or something. Like, yeah, something about like a tongue ring. Like, oh, it was the limp thing. Or or like, <laughs> yeah, it was like some, And we're like, what's the opposite of a nipple? We're like an asteroid belt. Uh, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, lip ring, asteroid lip belt ring. It was tongue ring. In the actual song. Opposite of tongue is asteroid, we found out. That's hilarious. is this a song that you perform out at shows often? No. We have a recording of it. it's on our band camp. We did this weird album where it was like Yesology is what we called it, where we just said yes to every idea and just did it. And uh, it's called The Page, The Pope, and The Hangman. And, uh, did we use guitars at all? Yeah, we did. There's a little guitars on that track. <laughs> that track, remember, it started out electronic, and then we decided to... It, it was bad. <laughs> <laughs> we decided to put guitars and real drums on it in the middle of the song oh, only. that's just great. <laughs> and it sounds really dumb when the yeah. guitars and bit drums come in. After, like, the, the just you electronic. know, electronic part kind of sounds okay. Electronic. Yeah, yeah. The, yeah, the electronic part's kind of cool. But then I, we wanted to change. I guess, I guess you have to say no sometimes. <laughs> well, that was all. It's like the album, it's like all yesology. And the best part about it is like we laughed so much during that situation. Because any dumb idea, we're like, let's, let's do, do it. it. Yeah. <laughs> this would always end up being just the most ridiculous but shit. In the end, really, it's like, it's my favorite thing we've made. Yeah, really. one of my That's favorite things for sure. Listen through. I mean, because it's nostalgic for me. Right, when you're I listen part to of it, it. I'm like, it was so much fun to make this. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I that it's a that's a really cool idea because so much of music, especially like, uh, as pretense, there's so much pretense in music with certain people, you know, and they want to say no, and it's like, um, you know, you got to do su- certain cool things, and, and just and just the idea. Sometimes you get it in your he- own head, and you're like, is this like, is it meaning like in my emotions, and like <laughs> that, tell you, you know, is it can just be a joke, right? Where where the yesology idea came from uh-huh. was we had decided, oh, we're gonna we're gonna record an album in two weeks at home and we'll release it and then we kind of brought that to the group and everyone's like yeah right like we need like months to do this mm-hmm. so then i was like you know what we're gonna do it in one week <laughs> so the only way to accomplish that was you just don't say no to anything just do 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 and we started from zero like no ideas uh-huh. and just made one and what 10 10 tracks like a 10 nah. track album would, it's like six, album? six albums Six tracks. What is it like? It's like a full length. It's like a full length. Uh, I mean, I mean really that's, yeah. an, that's an impressive feat. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah, the last song's like 11 minutes long. But then so through that, that process, we discovered, <laughs> like, 
this is a great way to, to write, uh -huh. yeah. you know, because sure, some of the stuff isn't that great, but then you like stumble up upon some stuff you would never have stumbled upon that's good. Right. Yeah. It, did anything emerge from that specific album that you guys still play and still are proud of? Um, that's uh, no, the right we kind of just currently. left that all yeah. as, own as a, yeah, we, just, we never really played it as a full band because it was just being recorded, mm. you know what I mean? So it was just right. little pieces and we all played different instruments and different things and had all these weird ideas. So. We never like fleshed it out, that, except for that one song slug we practiced a few times, <laughs> <laughs> and it just never. Yeah, I think we played it. We played it once at a show. Yeah, that song we just played. Right? Yeah, Hans or Shack. The premise is so good. I mean, yeah. like the the setup because you were mentioning that had a good backstory, but I'm thinking just like of the idea of writing it. But it's pretty funny, and it's in a pretty good feat that you can sit there and go through every word of a crazy <laughs> song. <laughs> so, uh, you guys have anything that you want to uh, you want to promote right now? You guys are uh, about to get off the road. Do you guys have any uh, records about to come out? Or man, we actually just finished recording an album. We don't have a release date yet, but thankfully uh, it's coming to you soon. Mixed by Paul Mixed in the back. Mixed by Paul Blackwell. Big shout out to Paul Blackwell. <laughs> big, big. I, uh, I would like to point out to everyone at home, we are recording live in Studio G uh, with a full six-person rock and roll band and mixing it all down to the same four-track cassette <laughs> tape player. Uh, Paul is uh, doing some real studio wizardry, and a lot of people, a lot of you guys might be asking, like, why are you you know, reducing, you know, 30-something mics, you know, into a four-track uh, cassette tape player. Like, isn't that kind of a stupid idea? Uh, it is a very dumb idea. <laughs> um, it is extremely stupid. That's the point that I'm trying to make. <laughs> thank you guys so much for setting up everything. And yeah, thank you. It's been so much fun. Cool. Well, this has been another uh, episode of First, Last, Best, Worst. See you guys. Are we going to do a last song? An extra one? Suzuki? Yeah. Yeah. This is a little wild card. It's called Suzuki.
watch it run down the drain, my shower drain. Or with a twist and then a They exist in my brain, my tiny brain. You know.